You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. One of the things Rabbi Yosha was very mockbit about was standing through Chazaras Hashats. And I would assume that would be on every day, but on Rosh Hashanah as well. Take a look in the Ramah in, 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 in Orachayim. It says, Yeshemim Shakoa Am Yamdu. Now, the Arizal did not uh, stand during Chazar Sashatz. Well, Yoshev, even though his grandfather, of course, was a great Makubu and connected to the Torah's Hari, but this is the, as the Mishnah says, that's the Minigah Kadmoinim. Uh, uh, Rabbi Kivalevich? Yes. Uh, but uh, I know that I stand until uh, after. I, well, I sit at Melech Hakadosh, but I stand through that whole. Um... Well, that's that everybody would say you should stand, because but not they, everybody does it for some reason. After they just sit they, down. And... They're, they're, those people are Amaratsim. People who who the halacha says clearly that you're supposed to be standing until the chazan goes back to starts. In other words, you you take three steps back and you stand there and wait till the Chazan repeats the Shemona Esrei and gets to the point of saying the Kedusha. At that mm-hmm. point, you take your steps back to where you were and you join the Chazan and the Kedusha together. Correct. Now the question is, can you sit down at Amelech HaKadosh or Ela HaKadosh? Right. Afterwards is a question. Right. So up until that time, yes. Now, of course, um, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, it gets a long, it's long to get to Melech HaKadosh. Because you say, So it takes a while. There is a sense of piyut, piyut that's being said. But let's first of all talk during the year. In general, there, as you can see, it was the minik anlainim to stand, for people to stand the whole Chazar Sashats. Um, the um, Rebel Yoshev had a minik on Erev Hashanah that he would go to the Kaisel to Davin. Um, and even though he went to the Kaisel, he had his own base medrash and the people Davin there, uh, whatever time it was. But Rav Yashiv himself would go to the Kaisel as much, and this was his minna, to go to the Kaisel on Erev Rosh Hashanah. So it happened that in um, just a couple of years before he died, he was in, in his late 90s, he came into his base medrash, and they were davening mincha. And he, of course, had daven mincha ready. So he still stood up, even though he wasn't, he had already davened already. He had been at the Kaisal earlier that day. Um, and people wondered, why was he standing? Everyone knew he had davened already. We, it would seem that. Um, right? If, you, if, you, if you're not part of the tzibor, in other words, you happen to come into shul and you've davened earlier, if you've davened earlier, why should you have to be standing with them? What's the reason why there is a minig of many people have to stand for the whole Chazar Sashats? So Mishabura says, Kivan Shemachavnin Vishoman Meshats, Vishomeya Kaone, Damya. In other words, the point is, is that there is a sense of the Shriach Tzibor being you, even though you've davened already. He's a Shriach. He's a shliach, right? But but he's a shliach in the idea. Again, this is the idea that Briskarov developed and others that there's a tefillah bid and there's the tefillah hot 
Tefillah bit tzibur is what you do quietly, together with the tzibur. Then there's the tzibur's tefillah of you listening to every word the shliach tzibur is saying. So you're supposed to listen to every word. If you're supposed to listen to every word, therefore, it's like you should, your body should be in that position too. So, in other words, he can be motzi you with the words, but he can't be motzi you with the standing. His standing can't be your standing. So that's why there is this minakadmainim of many to stand during the whole Chazar Sashats. So, um, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, now, so, so the question was, again, people wondered why Rebel Yoshev was made sure to stand up even though he was close to 100 years old. Um, so some people say the reason was is because he didn't want to sit and sit down when people were davening and the shkina was in front of them. Um, so it could, but, but that lechora he could have, you know, he could have somehow navigated himself in a way where he wasn't being mopsic. So again, the question is why Rebel Yoshev, ninety in his late nineties almost 100, why he stood, even though he'd already davened already. So uh, it's a very interesting uh, explanation that uh, that they try to give here. And I think it's an interesting, if that's Rebbe Yashiv's Kavon, I think it's a good idea to know about. And that's the following. Um, the the Medrash, the Derech Herod Zuta, which is a, uh, one of the small uh, collections of halachas, it says, Lo If you see everybody is standing, that's a derech eretz. In other words, you don't want to be pious from the tzibur, even though everybody knows you davened already. There's no reason of walking in and saying, hey, look at me, you know, uh, yeah, just stand up. And that's where Rebbe Yosha felt it was important to send that message. Now, generally, that was during, in, that was Bechlau. On Rosh Hashanah, again, on Yom Kippur, anything that had to do with the Chazar Sashats, he stood. Now, what about the Piyutim? Now, this year, I know in the JC, uh, Rabbi Herman has told me uh, that they're going to be Mekatzer in the Piyutim, um, that they say. Now, Rabbi, uh, but we know the Piyutim can be quite long. Beautiful, and 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 many of them have very distinct nigunim, and and they are. If you prepare them, they definitely add so much to your to your 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 chag to your nachag, but to your rosh hashanah, to your yom adin, to your yom kippur. So piyutim are great. So when Rabbi Yoshev was younger, he would stand, including the piyutim, because I guess he, he considered those. They've become fused and to be part of the Shemon Esrei. But as he got older, that was the part that he would allow himself to sit down for. Now, he mentioned when people asked him about it, he said he saw in one of the Svarim, uh, the Das Kedoshim, 
which I think was the uh, Buchacha, I think it was Rav Avram David of Buchach, who said that when do we say the Shechina is connected the person? That's where the words that he's saying are the words of the Shmon Esrei from the Anshei Knesset Agdeo. Let's say a person decides that he's going to spend time uh, after davening, um, right, during uh, a kind of tsar, and just say, God, I know you're here. Please help me. Please save me. Please make me better. Please allow me to concentrate better. Please allow me to control my anger. Please allow my wife to love me. Whatever it is that you're trying to say. So those are private tachnunim. So the Pichacher held that that's, over there, you can walk by a person. You don't say, oh, the Shechina is connected. Yes, you, part of what makes the Shechina connected you when you're davening is your intent and, 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 and the sincerity of your heart and your ability to, to bring God in front of you. The idea that we are close to God and God loves us and wants us to daven and pray to him. But when we're using the words that those incredible Zakanim and Nevi'im crafted for us, then we've got our line to God. Then you could say, don't, don't walk by him. But if a person is just doing his own tefillos, as, as important as they are, as spontaneous as they are, maybe even for that person, what he's saying in his own private tachnunim, he has more tears and more kavana than when he has for the other thing. There, the Daskadoshim says, you don't have to worry about walking by the person while he's doing that. Now, the Pachacha writes that, the Vishnabura, though, says that as long as he's got his feet together, you're not supposed to walk by him. So the Mishabura disagrees with the Buchacha, but the, the, the Revel Yoshev saw that, and he was anyway getting a little bit older. So he says, since you have it, this, the Buchacha was one of the great Paiskim. He was a Chosid as well, but he was, he was held up by, by everyone as a great uh, Paisik. He felt, oh, so I can start sitting. He says, if private Piyutim are that way, then even what was written by um, Ibn Gabiro, or even if it was written by Rav Shimon Ababli, or, 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 or Rav Lezer Akalir, those are also not Anshei Knesset Agdova. As great as those men were, that's not the original davening. So then he started to sit down during the Piyutim. And... Um, in fact, if you, they, they found in Revel Yoshev's Machser that he wrote down this hara'a from the, from the Das Kedosha that, um, about this. And people found that in his Machser, I guess after he died or even before he died, they found in his Machser he had written this down. And I guess for people to realize that, because it is hard many times for people to be standing, especially as they get older. What about... Uh, when the aron is open. Now, many people say when the aron is open, you have to be standing. Especially, we know uh, Moshe, I believe, by Ni'ilah, we have the aron open the whole time, right? The aron is open the whole time by Ni'ilah, by the Sephardim. Not sure if by the Ashkenazim. I forgot already. It's been such a long time since I davened uh, with the Ashkenazim for Ni'ilah. But I know that many people 
And I think with Ashkenazim too, the Aron is open the whole time. I believe so. But anyway, so somebody with it, well, the Aron is open, you've got to be standing up. So Rebel Yashav again said, no, that's not true. You can sit when the Aron is open. Why? Because the Sefer Torah is not passing you. The Sefer Torah is in a separate Rishos. Um, now, if, however, your seat is right in front of the Aram, so then there's an Indian of Kavod of standing up. I mean, you're looking right at the Aram. But let's say, for example, where I, some, where I was sitting in, in, the, in the Minion on the side, you wouldn't have to stand up. Like Ren Yashav himself, he would actually sit by the side of the Aron. He said, "You don't. There, there, it's there's, you don't really need to." And it's. A, I would say it's 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 an amaratzis. You don't have to stand up. Um, the Mishabura actually mentions that the the minig of the olam is to do a hidur to stand up. But did you don't, even though the minigalum is to stand. I I would tell somebody, especially if he, if it's hard for him and he, he wants to summon his energy, having the Oran open is not is not machayev to be standing up. And that would be the same thing with even with Shmakalenu and with Avinu Malkenu as well. Um <laughs> there is a um, a minad that the briskers have on Rosh Hashanah and they say all of Tehillim and then they say it again there might be chassidim who have the same minad but even the great the brisker Rav and Rav and others have a minad to, to spend the time when they're not davening to be saying Tehillim on, on Rosh Hashanah um, but Rav Yosha felt that it's better if you have extra time. And Moshe, you know that we do this, of course, when we have our break on Rosh Hashanah, at least we try. And Yom Kippur, I know for sure, of course. Uh, you should learn Gemara. And that's what Rav Yosha felt, that Gemara itself is greater than Taylor. Um And in fact, um, they say that Rabbi Yoshev, who himself was one of the great poskim, learned, uh, held very much of the Koch of Yitzchak, who was known as the Gon of Chibin, the Chibin Arov. And um, he was sitting with, um, he came in to ask him a Shiloh on Rosh Hashanah in the afternoon, and they were learning Bavakama, Sorshanogach Asapara. Um, one of the great Hasidish Rebbes, that's Shabin Arav, who was very close to being close to Hasidim. Um, uh, another one of the great Hasidim, you've probably heard of them, Dr. Kogan, is the Debrechaim, Rechaim of Tzans. So Rechaim Tzans, um, before Takiyah Shofar, he would lock himself in his room. So people thought that he was getting ready with Kavonos. Uh, somebody Somebody was looking into um, somebody was looking into his uh, into his uh, room, and they saw that he was uh, not not studying the Zohar or anything like that. 
He wasn't studying the Zohar or anything like that. What he was doing was he was learning the Tzos, which is a Lomdish Sefer on Choshen Mishpat. So Rabbi Yashiv said that if you can summon up the strength to learn Torah on Rosh Hashanah afternoon, that's a schus to be Zohar Bedin. You're Omel B'Torah, and, 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 you're, and you're committed to it. In fact, Rabbi Yashiv said that the Yitzhahara, you want to fight it? That's the best way to fight the Muhammad with the Yitzhahara. And we know Chazal say, Rosh Hashanah, it's almost like we're being called to war against the Yitzhahara. So Tehillim, yeah, but Tehillim has its own Hashivus, but um, there's nothing that compares to learning Gemara. So that is something that um, it's important to know. You know, Tila, again, obviously certain people from Tehillim, from Azam and Orabach said, and this is based on the Medrash, that says the David HaMelech asked, remember? He says, the Medrash says, David HaMelech asked that the that Akadosh Baruch Hu, by, by my saying to him, by people saying to him, let it be chashuv fanecha as if you were osik benegayim ba'olot. The Mishnayis, some of the hardest Mishnayis to learn and to understand the Torah Shabbat. And that really shows you that that even Tehillim, David HaMelech himself, of course, put all his soul into it. It's really, in a way, you're supposed to learn the Tehillim. And learning is greater than Tehillim. And even Roshul Zalman said, even when you say Tehillim, you can't just say it without knowing what it means. Part of the schus of saying Tehillim is learning it and understanding it. So this really explains why Rosh Hashanah afternoon, you can spend your time learning Gemara as well, and you don't have to necessarily feel that, oh, I, I, I should be saying Tehillim today. Of course, when you learn, learn well. So those are some minhagim. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.